Snake Fang! Snake Fang! Learning stuff with Logan! Welcome back to Snake Fang Podcast. I'm the host, Logan James, and I'm back Yo. with Anthony Ricciardi. What's up? Always good to have you on. Uh, it seems that uh, you've been on... I'm taking a picture of you right now while you're on your podcast. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I have you on because you're one of my good friends, so I can actually get you to come in, yeah. <laughs> come in and do this with me. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to bring you on because uh, I've been on your podcast recently, uh, The Morning Ritual. Go check that out. And there's one thing that we talked about on that in regards to like doing more necessarily or like what we've done to pursue in our careers and how we keep doing and keep doing and keep doing. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about like the stuff that we actually did to get to where we're at. And it wasn't necessarily like you weren't just painting the entire time. Yeah. I wasn't just filming the entire time. Like there's just different endeavors that we uh, went about trying to do it ultimately failed because we're not doing those things, but we've learned from them and we've approached the way that we do things now due to what because we've learned. Them. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, uh, a lot of people don't know this. Well, or they may you're, you're a famous rapper, <laughs> very famous rapper. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so funny. I've been recently listening to, um, some of my old songs and found some old videos, which is hilarious to watch back. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't necessarily know that Anthony, uh, when I met him anyways in college, he was uh, not necessarily pursuing, but he was singing. He was I doing enjoyed a lot it. Of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think like for me, I've, I've always liked so many different creative outlets. Um, music has always been a passion of mine. And although I wasn't, maybe I was good, maybe I was horrible. It, it, to me, I, I enjoyed it. And I always like wanted to try to make songs that I would have liked or talk about things that relate to me. I didn't think there was enough, um, I'll say, in the... What I did was mainly rap. Like, I wasn't a singer. Yeah. Um, there wasn't much that I could directly relate to, um, especially in rap. Yeah. So I wanted to make, you know, uh, now we have, you know, at that, exact, at that time that I was rapping, Asher Roth came out and Lil Dicky and... Mac Macklemore, Mac Miller, like there was more people that had like more relatable lyrics and a little more fun, lighthearted. Yeah. Um, so it was, so like that, that's like a lot of what I like aspired to be when I was in that time. But for me, it was always just about doing things that were creative, like yeah. just something fun and different. And I think the overall undertone of what we're going to speak about today relates directly to that because what I learned from making my mixtape cover to the way in which I promoted it, to the way in which I got my first show, to the way in which I opened up a show in, in this location, then I used that video to promote to a next location. All of those skills, tips, tricks, and things that I learned in the rap world or in the music world, I use now today. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they don't, like, in college, we had Yogati come to yeah. college, and it was he was going to perform for uh, Homecoming or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And you were able to finesse your way into getting into like being part of that opening for him. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was just like I always looked at different things. Like I guess the same way that I got my gallery here and where we're sitting right now in Yorkdale was like I looked at different opportunities. Like why isn't it being done? And why don't I ask? Yeah. Right. Like Yo Gotti and Two Chains were gonna come perform either way, and and Travis Porter was the was the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were coming to perform in Alabama State either way. Um, there's gonna be lag time before they all go on when people are starting to come in 
what's you could have a DJ play, but why not have a the student Alaba- a student that goes to the school perform? Yeah, and. And, you know, we played on the baseball team, so people relatively knew, didn't necessarily know us. But, but they, they knew, knew of us. They knew, like, oh, they play on the baseball team. Like, yeah, the, it wasn't just a, some, reference point. a random, random kid. Exactly. It was, like, at least you played on one of the athletic, athletic teams. Yeah. And, like, there was at least a reference. Like, you can see my picture somewhere, and I, you, you'll know it's uh, I play on baseball. Yeah. So, and then that's why I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, let's let's do this. And they're like, okay. Go ahead. I'm like, oh, damn. Now I got to, like, <laughs> I gotta I gotta perform. this? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> So uh, that that's sort of the way I've looked at everything, right? Is the way I got this gallery. It was like, wait, you're a mall. You don't have an art gallery. Let's do it. Yeah, that was, that's how. I and that's like stuff that you've brought from. Like ultimately, like you don't like. There's you still rap on occasion, but like you're not pursuing that like how you were necessarily. Mm-hmm. But those things that you've done in the past when you did try and pursue it, you utilize today, like you said, with the mall, 100%. right? So it might have failed, right? It, it ultimately might have failed, quote unquote. Yeah. But still, there's things from that that now you're gaining from, right? 100%. It's not a failure in, in hindsight. And I think that the beauty of doing things that you actually like, and never once that I think about my, and I know uh, for people listening that he did quote unquote like uh, with his fingers. Because he's referencing that nothing's a failure. Yeah. Right? Like, the I never ever, even when I stopped rapping or started to fade out of rapping, I never thought of it as like, oh, I didn't make it in rap. I failed and now I'm going to do something else. Yeah. I always just enjoy doing it. Yeah, and like, exactly. That's the key is that because I liked it, and it doesn't matter what you like. You can like anything. You can like anime drawing. You can like piano. You can like what, I mean, whatever it is. If you actually do it because you like it, mm-hmm. you can't fail. Yeah, of course. Right? So like... All of it is positive. And like everything that I learned from that is all positive. Yeah. There's like, there's, there's nothing I can do wrong. I just stopped rapping and my life just continued. Yeah. Because it didn't matter. It doesn't matter necessarily, but what you've learned, the skills that you've gained yeah. do matter. And they 100%. make you so much better. 100%. Because um, then also in college, like um, you're from Canada and uh, you were trying to find ways to basically get money. Because being on a baseball team, we couldn't work a lot. Yeah. So. You try to utilize those things that you had with creating your "quote unquote" rap career by going out and being hustler, and then you started like a clothing line, trying to yep. like sell clothes to earn some money and, yeah, clothes and, and bracelets. bracelets. And I had a, I had a bunch of different um, little things. Again, it all came down, and I, and yes, I guess the one point of it is like, oh, maybe it'd be it'd be good to make some money, but like at the time. You know, I'm. I was making braces for fifteen dollars a brace and selling for eighteen. Like, yeah, it wasn't like you know what I mean. Like you I, were, I was no, making no. Set five <laughs> yeah, bucks you were, a brace. No, no, like, you were trying to like make was, some lunch money. Was, not yeah, like, like <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like real money or anything. No. It was more of a, yes. It is cool. To, it is fun to do something and have someone purchase it and make money off of it. It's awesome. Yeah. But for me, it was always like I like those braces that I design. I want. Yeah, to wear no, for it myself. wasn't like it wasn't like you were just selling like. Snickers bars. I wasn't right? drop shipping you off, were like, off uh, Alibaba. Like no, it was like today. you were actually creating and designing yeah. whatever it was, because exactly. uh, you thought that that was that was cool and you liked it and you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. So and you pursued like something like that and like because of what you've learned previously, you utilized in that aspect, you were able yeah. to do stuff with it, make a couple bucks to get a lunch. Right. We're in college. We're not making any money yeah, yeah, in college. Like we play baseball like yeah. seven days a week. It we're was not just making money. Hundred percent. Yeah. It was. But it's enjoyable on the creative side as well. enjoyable. Yeah. That's it. And, and then you look, and then it's only now that we can look back and say, like, wow, all those lessons were so important. Yeah, exactly. Because all those lessons created what we have today. In the moment, like, people would be like, 
what do you mean you're, you're going to go sing a song in yeah. the, the studio? Right. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. You know? And then come today, it's like, dude, I sang that song in the studio, but also I did this, this, and this. Yeah. And the things that I did for this, this, and this, I'm using today, and I'm 100% better at it 100%. because I've been doing it since then. Yep. Right? I mean, you could see it. I think it's easier. And I, sorry, nothing's easy. I think it's easier for you to see the progress that you've had because when you're doing something like film, you can go back and look at your first video. Yeah. And you can look at how little tidbits that you learned in that first video. Now, now you can go and do a corporate video that has nothing to do with your comedy personal stuff, but you're able to add elements that you've learned over the last few years into making a corporate video fun and interactive and like really different. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you can see, you see it visually. Also. Yeah. It's easier to see it visually on my end when I, what I'm doing when I started, um, pursuing also the way that film. you, the way, the way that you'll, you do your thumbnails the way that you do your like what like yeah there's a lot be. there's a lot even a lot like my storyboarding yep. um because like i do a lot of storyboarding like yep. even my storyboarding from the beginning to now has like changed Evolved, drastically yeah. and i'm sure a lot of it had to do with just pulling in little different things that you learned over time yeah exactly that's that had a, nothing that's, to re no relation to each other no that's all it was like there was just maybe one time in the past where i was like you know what would be cool in this video let me add this little thing yep. and then once i added that little thing i kept adding it and it was easy for me to do. And then I'm like, maybe I should add this little thing. Yep. And then since the other thing I was already able to do, that's fine. I don't need to learn anymore. And then I kept mm -hmm. adding on and adding on and adding on. And right now, like I'm shooting on a green screen, trying to make this like cool effect for like an end transition so that it looks like I'm creating like VHS tapes of all of my uh, past productions. Which right. Is, exactly. Which is like something that you would ever have even thought you could even think about doing no, a year ago yeah, <laughs> or no. six months ago. <laughs> yeah, no, not at right, all. Yeah. Um, so, and then like, like, yeah, but in my aspect as well, it wasn't, I didn't start off filming. I didn't do that stuff. Like I uh, started off trying to build out a company, like whatever it may be. Like I tried to build out a mobile application yep. called Quander. I learned a lot of stuff from there, like going in and researching so many it different marketing tactics. No, I like the name. Hey, Quander. Hey, you question, you wander? Let's do it. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> it was a great name. I actually, and I reached out to like over like a hundred like uh, angel investors. I actually reached out to... Um, uh, what's that guy's Peter name? Thiel. No, no, no. Tim Draper. Tim Draper. He's a multi-billionaire uh -huh. too. Uh, and I reached out to him. I sent him an email. I found his email randomly. Sent him the thing. Like sent him my business uh, yeah. plan. Everything. Sent him the cover letter. And he actually responded. That's crazy. He said, "Not a fit." <laughs> <laughs> but still, I got that. But you I got learned it. about reaching out. I learned about reaching out. I learned about trying to research people, yep. like trying to actually get their information, yep. so that I can actually like get to them, get in contact. So now I can actually use that in today's aspect. Whenever I need to do something, like right now, I'm potentially trying to reach out to different individuals. Like in the past, I've just had individuals come up to me and say, hey, can you video, can you video, can yeah. you video? So now moving forward this year, like I'm actually going to start reaching out to people, showing my portfolio, this and the other. And since I've actually already done that in the past, like hard, like research, trying mm -hmm. to find these people, mm -hmm. it's not going to be as tough. I'm not going to be sitting there wasting 10 hours, right? And It'll be like an hour doing so. Exactly. And you also learn a very valuable lesson of you reach out to a hundred and two may respond and they both those responses may be no's, but at least you got a response. Yeah. It's just a numbers game. Cause then you reach out to a thousand and four more may respond. And all you need is one or two to connect. Yeah, exactly. If he liked it, what if he liked it? And he's like, this is good. Here's 60 K. I wouldn't be Here's sitting here today. Exactly. Cause Quander would be, yo, it'd be the best application. <laughs> 
but exactly. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You never know what could happen. So like, even just like with your aspect, how you were saying with like reaching out to like perform or reaching out to um, have this uh, gallery, multiple galleries, mm-hmm. and like them all starting. Like you never know, right? Yep. So I'm gonna reach out. Well, that's why I haven't. So I have a perfect, perfect example. That's how I got my scholarship. Um, right. I, I emailed, reaching out. I emailed 306 Division One schools over and over and over and over again until someone responded, and it was Alabama State. I took that into my finance career. I took that into my art career. I've done that every single time, and I'm taking it into the next step of my career because now we have, you know, we have three galleries going on, and I want to expand. Yeah. So I want to. We we said I want to do a gallery in Vegas. A, yeah. I like Vegas. B, there's you know there's clients in Vegas, and there's like attraction in Vegas. Yeah. So we're like let's let's do it in Vegas. So we reach out to every single hotel, and and now because because of the structure and me failing again that word failing but like failing to properly reach out for a number of years mm-hmm. i've learned what i'm supposed to be saying in these emails yeah exactly where it's like you know in in these emails now it's like to the point this is what i want to do this is what i have done here it is is this a fit for you yeah and we reached we only reached out to six of the top like hotels in vegas six of the top hotels and malls and four responded with like we're interested let's meet so we're like we're headed to Vegas on Thursday to yeah. do that, but the the story about that is that because I've practiced that that Reaching approach, out. yeah, that approach so many times in to- totally unrelated things like baseball and finance yeah. and art. Um, now when I want to do galleries, reaching out with the right structure under the right like pretenses is 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 makes it a lot easier. Well, and it, it, for emails, it's a lot based on structure, just like the subject or like uh, the yep. title of it and everything. Because yep. it gets pushed to the side. Like it could say like it needs to capture it, them in yeah, first sec- second. It, it could be something that you really pursued and you love, but like if you couldn't structure that email the way that they want to see it, it's going to be pushed aside. They're going to think it's nothing. They're going to think it's spam. They're going to think yep. it's like some other Joe Schmo. Like it's okay, worthless, like right? So there, you have to do those things in yep. order to like reach out you want to learn so you got to step on it like you set, said from the very beginning like you did it when you were doing for baseball I also did it when I was doing yep. baseball luckily I, I reached out to somebody that I already have talked to in the past so they're like yeah sure come on but still yeah. I reached course, out yeah, maybe yeah. like to a hundred different coaches yep. um, and you got to be able to learn those things because we're living in a technology era right nobody's gonna you hear that music it's good, good music my, in the background. My, my <laughs> wife playing with my son. No, um, but you have to do those things um, because in order for you to actually move forward, like we, like I was saying, you're living in a technology advanced civilization, and like that's how everyone gets into contact with each other. And since we're so far into emails, like they already know how things go. Like important, you could buy gold now. It's like no, I'm not gonna gonna waste that. I'm your lost cousin. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> right. So you got to learn how to structure exactly. those emails to be able to actually pursue those individuals. So, and that's mm-hmm. something you got to learn from the very beginning, right? From yep. different things and different aspects that you've done, right? Through going through baseball, through doing it through finance, through going through now the mall, through doing it through rap careers. For mm-hmm. me, I was doing stuff like that through, of course, baseball, but also with my um, mobile application I was trying to build. But then on top of that, like I went and tried, I tried to build a, a craft beer. Mm-hmm. And I went to craft beer school to learn how to develop my own craft beer. Yeah. Because I just wanted to be able to, to do something, right? I was trying you to build like. companies and do something that I liked. I like the marketing you, aspect. You like beer? 
I love. I've never hey, seen you drink a beer. Hey, Bush Light, man. If you give me a Bush Light, I'll drink it. <laughs> How can it. you say you like beer? You drink Bush Light because water. I'm an adult. Water. I'm an adult. Water. You drink. What do you drink? You drink Stella because I'm classy. Stella. You drink Canadian. It's the same thing. Same thing. thing. <laughs> Um, but I did that. Like that was something totally unrealistic, yeah. like not realistic, but like unrelatable to like who I was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I you was go like, to school for it. You weren't like you didn't always say you wanted to do it. Just something you wanted to do. So yeah, you to something I wanted to do. How. And I went and actually went and full I think force. The the key is figuring out how, right? Like you you, it's not only about like oh I want to do a craft beer. I want to start. Anyone can say I want to start a craft beer company. But yeah. then actually figuring out. How to start a craft beer company is where you where all the learning comes in. Yeah, and I learned traits from that, like yep. to go to the the classes. I was like, I got to learn how to. Are there any classes? Are there any like seminars? Are there any of this? Mm-hmm. Going online, at tr- going to all these different things, and now I utilize that for yep. in the very beginning of like my YouTube quote unquote phase. Yeah. I was going out to different like events and meeting people, and yep. like you got to do stuff have like to. that. But I didn't know that until I was doing it in the craft beer space. But yep. now I'm in this film space and like I'm I rem- doing that same stuff. Yep. And I, I think that the, the what you've how to learn is so important. And I think that's a that's one thing I always I always bugged you about uh, studying that silly thing you were studying. Um, Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was studying so computer programming. Right? How useless is Python? Not useless at all. It's <laughs> incredibly important in the grand scheme of the world. But also more important than Python is learning how to study for Python. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. Yeah. Like I, I can joke around and be like, you're never gonna use Python in real day to day, but you can be like, I learned how to study Python, which taught me how to study other things. Yeah, and it, and it benefits, right? Because there's yep. stuff that you've learned in the past, like whatever it may be. So like you're talking to a senior individual compared to myself or a more technologically advanced individual. And when you're able to speak on their kind of language and their kind of level, like you're just like speaking yep. that tech level, they're like, who are you? I'm yep. like, oh, no, I'm just such and such. They're like, no, 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 yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly right. Like, they're 100%. using Python and the AI systems and Tesla. Like, that's crazy. And then you're, like, talking, and then they have more respect for you because you can understand them you and that you can, can speak. You can hold the conversation better. Right? And that's, a, that's for business. That's 100%. You need to do that, yep. right? For Like, for me, like, if I reach out to people for filming, like, I need to be able to actually hold a conversation and be yep. intelligent. I know that there's some people out there that do film and stuff like that, but ultimately they fail because they can't even speak to their so, clients it's it's funny when you can speak on your passions and you know enough like i know i know silly things like i know different things but i've had i know a lot about watches for our argument's sake i know nothing about cars yeah but so there's been times there's a perfect example i know nothing about luxury cars i'm horrible with cars me too and there's been times where like i'll be at a dinner with two people that are obsessed with cars or like either car collectors or like aspire to be you know vintage car collectors or luxury car connect or speeds whatever it is and they're talking about the new models and they're talking about the new cars and all stuff and it is awkward and you're just sitting i don't there. know anything about them yeah. right but then there's been the the, ver- the opposite side of that where i've been in a group of three four or five and we're talking about luxury watches and i know everything about watches or like anything that's like relatively about like the top five luxury brands so i can have an intellectual conversation for the next hour about watches where the other two guys would just be sitting there in, in the other place. So it's very important to be well-versed in a ton of things because you never know where it can come into play. Yeah, I have actually that awkward thing. I have actually a funny story about that, about our one of our friends. Yeah. Um, so I was back down in Orlando. 
and one of my other good friends. And Greg. Yeah, my friend Greg. So this is actually a story about Greg, who's <laughs> actually used to be on the podcast with me constantly, and I'm waiting for his to drop. He said he's going to have a new one, you he's guys. Just, we've been waiting for months. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just working on it. He's never going to do it. Yeah, well, but uh, so I'm down there. I'm talking to my other friend, Connor, and uh, we're talking about uh, tech stuff because he does, he does actual pr- computer programming mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm sitting there talking to Connor, and then Greg's sitting there, and he's like, nobody cares blah 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 like he's going on about like whatever and we're like okay and then this other guy like sitting near us greg like turns to me he's like do you hear these guys and then he's like wait are you guys talking about the new such and such i forget what we're talking about he's like the new such and such we're like yeah he's like dude that's such a crazy tech that's coming out blah 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 <laughs> lo and behold greg picked out the only guy i knew yeah. that was like a senior data engineer like <laughs> over the top so greg is in this awkward spot where he's like oh this is dumb and then he's trying to ask trying like to get this other guy, from the guy and the <laughs> yeah. guy goes against him the guy so goes good. against him because he's totally into he's like above and beyond even what we would like right that's so good <laughs> so like you can you follow those, know, yeah. You never know, and yeah, you could fall in so those good. awkward situations where you're like, well, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be able to hold that conversation no matter who it is. Know your yeah. clientele, know stuff like that, but you learn those things after, um, like, from baseball standpoint, like, know your clientele. Like, you learn that when going into college, you learn that immediately. Yeah. Another funny story about Greg, it's like, you know your clientele. I'm going to such and such university. We were going to Alabama State. I'm going to Alabama State University. This is my clientele, quote unquote. This is who I, I am uh, representing or being a part of. Mm-hmm. So when I know who they are. The one thing that I should always constantly do, especially since this is like an athletic team base, yeah. never wear another university's Uh, stuff never like know your clientele just always wear Alabama State Greg first day he's in the UCF (laughs) shorts Uh, could have been no UCF is even worse we were in UCF shorts while we're unpacking uh, the car to like putting the stuff to the apartment and the coach comes to check in on everyone he's like what are you doing doing? (laughs) it's like oh I'm unlearning everything he's like what are you wearing he's like (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> no, your clients so all right? So, so you, but you learn that from there. You're like, yeah. And you won't do it again. You won't do it again. Hopefully. Well, hopefully, yeah, of but course. But yes, yeah, we are 100% right. It goes, that circle, that topic that you just said circles back to the first thing we said. It was where, like, you don't know how little lessons are going to help future things. Where that lesson that he, we're wearing the wrong uniform, wrong At pants, the wrong time. Pants, the wrong time. He'll, he won't do it again. Yeah, especially for, that, for a client, right? You, for whatever it may be. Like, you understand, like, I'm representing such and such. I should only be speaking about such and such. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be speaking about somebody else because that's going to just ruin my overall reputation and who yep. I am. But you learn those things through, like, silly things in the past that you've done, yep. right? And they ultimately might, might be failures. Like, I'm not an MLB star right now. I you're wish. Not, I sure wish, you but I'm not. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but I still learn lessons from that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not freaking Steve Jobs right now or Mark Zuckerberg. I don't have this huge mobile application, but did I learn a lot of stuff? Yep. Yeah, of course I did. I'm not this computer whiz kid, but everything that I've learned, like now I'm pursuing something that I actually love still. And yep. I truly love it. I don't get me wrong. Like I play softball still, right? Yeah. I still, I still talk about computer programming all yeah, of, of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I'd still do all of that stuff, but I'm not necessarily pursuing it as hard, but I'm doing something that I also love and passionate about, but I'm able to utilize everything from all those past experience, all those past projects that I've tried to build up, whatever it may be ultimately quote unquote fail. And now I can incorporate that into what I'm creating now. And I make it a thousand times better, a yep. hundred times better, whatever and I it think may it's be. It's so important for people to understand that it's okay for your passions to change. Yeah, of course. Right? Like, you, you didn't have to fail for it to be like, I want to try something new. Yeah. 
I want to work on an app. That's I want to do a video. I want to do. I want to become a singer. People, I all, might become a magician. Do you know that, dude? That would be awesome. I've said it. You've heard me say this. Cass has definitely heard. My wife has definitely heard me say. It. I want to become a magician really badly. I might quit everything and become a magician. Funny story. Why don't I do it? Funny story. My first passion was. I I know a lot of magic tricks magic. because yeah, my, my first my first passion too. <laughs> it was magic. I was a kid. Yeah. My parents like I, if you ask my parents like I at New Year's and stuff like when our family used to get together when I was like six and seven years old I used to do magic shows. Yeah. I, I love magic. I, same. Here. I might become a magician. I would definitely do it, and especially like I. That's another thing I didn't even think about that. Like from a young age, like I was legitimately learning. Like when I was like. 12 I was like researching online how do I do this trick like mm-hmm. reading the things because like YouTube wasn't out yet yeah. so I was like reading stuff how to do the trick and then I was doing it for myself over and over and yep. over again until I got it right so that I'd feel confident enough to go in front of somebody and be like look at this cool magic trick card trick whatever yeah. and be able to do it right and so from that like you could tell like now if I'm doing something for like a client or for like somebody else like I'm going to learn repeatedly until I get it right so that when I represent it to them or give it to them, yep. they're going to be like, oh my God, that was awesome. I'm so surprised that there was an five aces in that yeah. deck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and also in to that regards, you never know what your passion is going to be, but you always have to go and try and find something. Like you can't just sit around. You got to like pursue things, 100%. right? Ultimately, you'll mind- never, yes. So, you're you're a thousand percent right that all this being said and learning new things you'll never learn new things by just watching netflix no you'll never learn new things by just doing the same thing over and over and over you'll never never learn new things by saying oh i wish i could do that yep right i wish i you can do it go try things yeah have to right like i've seen tons of people like they'll watch like whatever it may be say parkour they're like oh i wish i could do that i've tried it no what 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 do you mean? So Who you haven't tried try parkour? No. no, but I'm not. I'm joking. I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm yeah. using it as like right. an example. I know. I'm joking. I yeah. wish I wish I could do that. Just do it. Just ah, I wish I had a passion. Like you, you what, can that even, you can yeah. try things. Have you ever tried just like go and read books? Like that could be your passion. Have you tried reading books? No. Well, try it. Have you ever yeah. tried writing books? No. Try it. Maybe you'll like something yeah. like that. Yeah. Maybe you'll like to be an artist like you, or maybe you'll like to make videos like me, or maybe you'll like to freaking code or yeah. build an app or like start yep. selling clothes like you have no idea what you like or what your passion is until you try it ultimately you like you write a note down um to myself is which is prepare for my book because i have to finish up my book write book write book i'm writing in my notes right now writing thank, his book thank you logan write book oh shout out uh, no. for the plug here buy anthony's book i don't know what it's called yeah but buy when it comes so out stop making excuses the picture is like a stop sign it says crossed out and says making excuses stop making excuses That's with greg's face on it yeah, i wish <laughs> no but i think um the i i recently i always i always liked reading i mean for a long time i just blamed myself that i had add and that's why i couldn't read yeah like it was an excuse because i was lazy um that's what everyone says oh no i can't read because i can't focus so i just found different what i found now is i found different times to read to be how i actually know. started reading a lot I've probably read in like the last year, I've probably read like 40, 50 books. Like I've read like, I usually, I usually read like that's at like, least three, four books a month. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what you're going to say, like three, four books yeah, a so month. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm easily at like three books a month. Like that's, that's for sure. Because now what I've done is I always had excuses as to why I couldn't read. So when it was the summertime, the rewind yeah. the summer, 
I never could, I don't, I, I make excuses why I can't work out, right? So what I would do is I would walk home from Yorkdale or go on an extended walk like late at night, early in the morning, and I would read. Why are you like, doing I, it? Yeah, I wouldn't go for a run. I would literally just walk for far distances, so I'm actually exercising, quote-unquote, at least getting something active, and reading while I did it. So I found that was an unexcused time. The second thing is um, do, do different things. Like I would find like – I never read any massive books. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm only reading business books. A, I'm not reading any novels. So I have an interest in them. Yeah. And they're all this middle to smaller end size books. Like I'm not reading big. Yeah. You're not wearing, big, reading big war and Robins. peace. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not reading huge, yeah. huge books. So I found that like in books that are staggered by like really structured, um, uh, sorry, what's the chapters? Yeah allows me to like read and then pick up into because i don't ever read a book from start to finish i'm reading like six books at a time yeah and i just bounce back and forth that's another way i learn for myself i'm like ah, that's the way i like working no but so it's all about finding what works for you but with like those kinds of things like in a structured format like that as long as you understand like if you can get to the point like you've read the point and then the rest of that kind of chapter is just like stories about the point but like you've already yes. you know what they're 100 you know what they're talking about so like yes. you don't need to hear the story that they're about to tell about that situation yeah i can go through it quicker yeah you go like through I, it quicker. i've developed i'm not by any means a speed reader yeah. but i've developed faster reading skills by reading so much yeah exactly right? and that helps me with a bunch of different things going back to like it helps me with analyzing situations quicker yeah, and if you don't read, like, if you can't, don't have the time to read, like, you can listen to audiobooks. 100%. Like, you can easily listen to, like, for me, the crazy thing is not, like, necessarily with audiobooks, but podcasts is like, oh, I don't have time to listen to a podcast. You don't have time to listen to a podcast? <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're, when you walk from A to yeah, B, exactly. you can walk from A to B for five minutes. That's five minutes that you could be listening to it, and then walk back. When you're walking back, that's another five minutes. Yeah. You don't have to listen to Everyone it. Everyone has dead time in the car. Everyone has, you know, dead time on, like, long drives yeah. or walks or anything. Everyone has that time to listen to podcasts as opposed to rap music. Easy, easily. Right? Like, or like audiobooks. Easily, right? All day, all it's day. so easy like to do those paint, things. Like when I'm back here painting, I used to always listen to music, but now I just pop on podcasts. Yeah. Might as well. It's so much easier. It, and you're getting... And it's like I can let, maybe learn one thing. And then the thing is like you can take stuff like out of your life from having to do that. Of course, you still want to do You Of course, you want to look in the news still, but since you're listening to this podcast and this dead time, you're not able to have a newspaper in front of you and you can exactly. dissect it, but you're listening to this thing. It's giving you information about the world. So then when you go out and you, you're talking to people, you can actually have hold that conversation because you listen to that podcast. You don't have the time to be able to look at the newspaper, but you have time to five minutes, just put in your headphones while you're walking to work, while you're on the train, while you're in your car, right? So... It's crazy. People, yeah, it's a lot of excuses. So we I mean, that's why the book's called Stop Making Excuses. Stop, hey, and so that's another endeavor, that another project that you're going into. Just because I want to I like it. And you know what's funny is I actually, I forgot to even say, I had a book that I was writing. I yeah. probably wrote, I want to say, at least 15 pages. It's ex extremely hard. On my, it's my a novel? Or a, yeah, or it? like, so it was basically trying to dissect the American dream oh, yeah, and yeah, state that it's no longer a relevant thing. Yes. So no, it, there's just so many factual, like... You need facts behind that. Yeah, yeah there's just so many facts. Like, I was basing everything off of, like, the Ford Motor Company and how, basically, like, the assembly line was what started our mm -hmm. education system, and our yeah. education system was based off of an assembly line kind of mentality, but we're yeah. living in... Adam 2020. Grant, Adam Grant and uh, Seth Godin talk a lot about it. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you know Adam Grant? Yeah, I don't know. Professor? I know Seth Godin. Adam Grant is a oh he's a Warren Business School professor, but he has like three or four books that which are fantastic. And yeah. The books are specifically, I one of his books. Not sorry, not all of his books. It specifically dissects that 
the you know the uh, manufacturing revolution that created classrooms created people having to raise their hand to go to the bathroom and like different things like that because you're making factory workers yeah so it's a a really interesting uh well yeah and that's the thing like in today's aspect like we live in 2020 like you're supposed to be that's no longer relevant we don't have manufacturing plants left right and center you know what we have we have people that create videos or people that are artists because a lot of those other jobs have become non-existent because the robot took it over right so like you should be more creative not put kids in this structured format where they're all on an assembly line so that's was a book that I was trying yep. to write, which hopefully in the future I'll go back onto that and actually Be go sure. ahead and write it. But at that time, like when I was trying to write it two years ago, three, like you, something like that, you gotta like sit down. It's your job. It's my job, yeah. right? It can't be yeah, like, like a fun, I'm, cool hobby yeah, that I'm for learning. Me, I'm, I'm doing it like the structure of my podcast, which is how to be creative. It's called Stop Making Excuses, and the, the tagline is like how to be creative when you've convinced yourself you're not. Yeah, because now as an artist and like because i came from so many different walks of life everyone comes up to me and they're like oh like it's so easy for you to do this because you're creative i'm like no i'm not anyone and, and so creative. are you and no, like and neither are you and so are you and so am i like you know what i mean there's no answer yeah and everyone has the opportunity to be creative but they just have convinced themselves themselves that they aren't so that's like sort of I'm, I'm dissecting all the different like aspects into what it takes to be creative and how you can be more creative in your day-to-day life overall so for me, it's a little bit simple because the book comes very organically. I just have to, what I've been, what's taking me the most time with this book is figuring out the structure that I would like to read. Like, how am I going to flow all the chapters together? Yeah. How how many visual, because there's going to be a lot of visual pictures into the book too. Yeah. Because um, that's just the way I like it. Um, so how many visuals, what type of visuals am I sketching it? Like, I, mean, I've, I thought about one time just doing the whole entire book handwritten. Like, it's not typed. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. Just different different stuff right like I, I or maybe i'm like i go over the pages and hand, like just all different like treatments that i can add to it yeah that's just taking me time writing the books can be easy so I the creative side is taking you the most time. exactly isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah writing it's easy the writing it's easy it's, it's, just organic. it's normal like I yeah you're just writing right now yeah what you're saying exactly yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah. um for the visual stuff dude for sure pop up Dude, I'll buy that. I'll buy that in a second. No, but that's that's another thing. Like, it's just another endeavor that you're going and you're um, trying to do. And I'll learn from it. And And you'll learn from it. And and you'll utilize those skills to become a magician. And you're right. (laughs) You joke. You joke. Reference this in 2022 when I have a magic show in Vegas. And me too. Actually, I want to do stand-up comedy. I'm going to do 2022. Why don't you? I'll do stand-up comedy. I'm being serious. Why don't you? Uh, for me, it's not necessarily like, don't like it? why I don't like, I just have never gone into doing it. You know, I'm asking why I've just never done it. It's not that I've not, not had the ability asking to do why. it. I can't, I don't have an answer. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I've just never do you done want it. to, if I, I could see myself doing it, but not as much as I like what I do now. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like Fine. I like writing skits more than I would like doing stand up comedy. I like writing out like uh, video. It's interesting, like uh, because I've just because of liking some different comedians, um, and we talked to a yeah. mutual friend uh, a couple weeks ago, and it, it stand up comedy opens it has the potential to open up a lot of doors in different ways because if you can, it's not easy. Oh no, not by I any mean, means. Sorry, nothing's easy. Yeah. But the mental of stand up comedy when you're standing there so vulnerable. Yeah to a crowd it's not like me that i can or like a rapper can hide behind the beat or i can hide behind the canvas when you're 
a stand-up comedian specifically. You're there. Not like actor, like that can have cut, cut, cut. Yeah. It's just you. And you're there. And a mic. And it's like, it's, and you know, it's very... Hundreds picture, of people. It's very thousands picture, of people. picture, like as a, we were, both Logan and I were uh, baseball pitchers. Uh, it's it's that, right? You're on the mound and they're staring. Yeah. Like you got to throw this pitch. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be good. It got or, to land. Yeah, it's got to land. And that's the same way with a... Com, like a stand-up com- comedy. Yeah, but comedian. the thing... The, big difference with that is like i can i can pitch on every level right it's going to be in different kinds of aspects different weathers this and the other when you're doing stand comedy you're you're doing comedy different demographics different different areas that have different kind of humor and this that and the other so like you don't know who's in the crowd so like your jokes that you're saying are like you're like in a total liberal audience and so your your jokes are very not liberal and like those don't hit so like it's very uh, mentally straining, mm-hmm. to say the least. And I feel like with mine, I, I guess that's something that I like. I don't really care. Like, I'm not a person that could – I don't care. If I'm up in front of an audience and I blow it, like, of course, it's going to suck to me. Yeah. I just wouldn't care as much. But I just like the aspect of me on the editing side of, like, being able to, like, add in different cool aspects, right? Yep. So uh, that's why I've never really done it, I guess. Right, I've never written yeah. any jokes either. I mean, I guess you could say the things that you I write wrote, yes. in my. I've seen you write for your videos. Yeah, all jokes. Yeah, I'm writing jokes, but like not like this one-two punchline like kind of joke. Yes. Like, it's there. It's hilarious. It's a funny joke, but I'm getting to it. Like, there's imagery or like yeah. me how I'm portraying myself. But the way you storyboard is very has a stand-up comedian. Like the way you bring things back around and oh yeah, there's a really good one that I watched recently on Netflix. Um, Asian American, Asian taking over America. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, I've heard, I I know you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He's yeah. like on the Daily Show. After yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He has these different jokes where he references. Um, he brings he brings back things from the early in the, the skit Se- yeah, to the, the second, end. Yeah, and it's like such good storyboard. Like it's it's it makes so much sense, and it's like it's very resembles how you do with well your videos. That's like. Um, one of the jokes with uh, Dave Chappelle, I can't say the joke because it's very <laughs> derogatory, but like he told you the punchline at the beginning. He's like, I'm going to tell you the punchline right now. Yeah, yeah. He told he the punchline yeah, yeah, and yeah, then he does sick. the whole thing and he tells it at the end and you still yeah. die laughing, right? Yeah, so so like he brought it full circle. So like that was I, on his like second last one? Like, yeah, not like, the one, not the no. recent one, the one right yeah. before it. Um, that was good. But yeah, so I try and that do stuff funny. like that where I, like I have this reoccurring theme or whatever it may be and like I put it into different like there's still funny aspects but like yeah. you don't know that I'm going to re-say that same line because you're like it's come out of nowhere, yeah. It's it comes good. out of nowhere. Um but yeah, man, thanks uh I want I guess thanks for coming on again. Yeah, what um what but I mean I know you have a a movie that you're working on. What else you got working on? Any last minute thing? For Not me? Last minute things. I mean any other things that we can I'm just Talk going hard. I'm just going hard on uh, the YouTube videos. side. I'm going on like uh, right now. I'm working on editing oh, so one. You're gonna put up videos. I'm trying to do once a week, but I failed on this last week because I want to do this. Like Content. I want to make it good, so I want to make like because right now it's only like four minutes of video. So like I I've always wanted to incorporate this thing. So I'm like screw it. Like you're gonna do four to ten minutes. Yeah, uh, at least four minutes. Yeah, it's gonna at least be in that segment. But I want to add this like opening transition and ending transition. So I didn't release it last week. Like I filmed it all. Like a majority is edited. Um, so I just have to like edit this little tidbit together. But then that opening and ending transition is going to be on all my videos going forward. But it's going to so, be like once a week, as well as like doing a podcast once a week with whoever it may be. Um, cool. And then I, this one's not going to be video, but I'm going to try and do more like video aspects with that as well. Yep. Just to put it on cross platforms, right? 
course. Uh, but yeah, and like my next video already got like planned out. I already wrote, I sent you like one of the bits, one of the lines. The, which one? For, uh, I guess I'll say it, it doesn't matter for the truck fit. Oh, truck fit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I knew you were referencing truck fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's this video coming out. No, no, no. This video is MySpace. Oh, you haven't done MySpace yet? No, that one's coming out. That's the one that was supposed but to come out last week. Yes, okay. Because the week before that, sorry, I, I came out with do... influencers. This week, it's MySpace. I thought, you, I thought you had already filmed the MySpace. No, no, no. Gotcha. See how much you follow me on social media. You haven't put it out. No, I haven't put it out. I knew that. Yeah. I, I thought you already filmed it. Oh, I did film it. I did film it. Okay, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm right. Yeah, okay, you just haven't put it out yet. I just haven't put it out. Okay. That's what I was saying. I haven't put that one Got out it. Sorry. because I haven't done those transitions that I'm doing now. So I'm that's, probably going to put it out like tomorrow or something okay, like that's, that. That's all I was referencing. But I then you had done it. You have not filmed the truck fit one yet. Yeah, no, no, no. That's going to be the, this coming. But I already have like yes. a couple lines in my head, yeah, yeah, like good. I told you. Yeah. Uh, and that one's going to be basically like... Uh, Poor the, Wayne. The, the rise of truck fit or like stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. It got to be something funny. Uh, but like at the very end, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be something very like uh, uh, supportive or like, don't worry, guys. Even like the big guys fail sometimes, right? <laughs> like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because like truck fits this huge thing where like they transition from a clothing line into like a Vice News, and it's like, did you know that? No, no, you told me. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know it until you told me. But yeah, Isn't I'll it, learn all. So it's like here. this crazy thing. Are so you like, like, are you gonna actually go into detail about what it, what they did in the video? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go into detail as much as possible. There's still not, I mean, there's not necessarily a lot written on it, but I mean, I'm going to go into detail, like how I've been, like when it was created, uh, what it was supposed to be for. Like, that's how, how, like a lot of mine now are being structured. Like I start with like who created like it, two, when it was the created. The two guys who created Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. The two whiz kids. Yeah. And then I gave like their names, Something right? That, no. I, is, I forget no, their who, names. No. Who are you surfing with? Oh, that was Tom from MySpace. That's a MySpace. See, that's why I'm confusing those two. Okay, I got it. Cool. Yeah, you guys so, will see that one soon. But uh, but yeah, so that'll be something. What about you? Uh, other than Vegas and no, man, we just we have a couple of installations going on, just trying to figure out what's next. Well, we I mean, you just, really, we yeah. did something really nice for um for charity, yeah, Blur? for Bloorview, which yeah. is a kids rehabilitation center. They uh they work with kids with special needs, um, autism, and a bunch of different other things they help kids rehab when they've had trauma um physical or mental trauma like in terms of um disabilities so it's like a super super beautiful place in terms of what they do for the world and Cass and I my wife we we felt like very passionate towards that charity and we yeah. you know I get I'm reach out to I'm, I get reached out to all oh, yeah. the time I can uh, imagine about to do charity work and we 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 do. We, You've we done do it. it. Yeah, I've we seen do you it so much. Like in we the do past. It as, as much as we can. But we felt like we hadn't done just our own thing. Like, just something that, like, like you wanted to choose. Like, yeah, like, I want, like, although I choose and I choose yes and no, and now it's always yes, but I, I, you know, I pick and choose what I do. Um, I hadn't done, like, a full blown release or full blown, like, yeah. uh, promotion specific to charity yeah so we just did a, a sculpture release where a hundred percent of the proceeds go to holland blue review and we were almost close to ten thousand dollars now we're like we when we first started talking to um that's in two days and when we first started brainstorming about well, what we were like okay we'll probably raise a couple thousand dollars which would be awesome and and it went, it went really well so we're um we're just organizing hopefully Hopefully we can go in this week to like do the whole presentation of the check and all that fun stuff. It'll be really, it'll be really special for them. If not, we'll just do it as soon as we get back from Vegas. Yeah, I mean that was that's fantastic yeah. to hear. I mean, so right? so happy, so happy that it worked out and it was, uh, 
it's funny. It's, it was one of our goals for 2020. Like when me and Cass and I wrote down our like actual goals, it was yeah. to donate a large sum of money to Home Blue Review. So we're doing that, which is awesome. That's fantastic. That's yeah. it's the beginning of the year, right? Exactly. Yeah, crossing off like our our goals early on is always great. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's crazy mm-hmm. to hear. And so then uh, you're gonna go to Vegas, do a lot of gambling, win Lots. a lot of money, win a lot. <laughs> I'm not gambling this time. Oh, well, there you go. Can I imagine. Yeah, I get just, it. Just R five hundred. No, that'll be cool. That'll be yeah, cool. And then hopefully fun. you come back with some uh, good news because I do know like they're potentially yep. you're doing some business down there yep. as well. So. Hopefully. We'll move to Vegas. Yeah, and you're going to move to Vegas, do some stuff. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, thanks for coming That's on. It. I do thank appreciate you, thank it. Thank you. And uh, just keep... Snake fang. Snake fang. But, snake fang. hey, go after your passions and just whatever. Be creative, man. Just try something. Try something. Do a project. You never it's gonna, know what it can lead to. It's going to fail. And then you're going to take stuff from that and move do it into the else. next thing. So just try, try. stuff. Stop right. making excuses. Hey, stop making excuses. 2021? 20, 2020 oh when the book comes out yeah yeah it may, hopefully 2020 but maybe 2021 hey greg check out that book may, may 2020 <laughs> bye <laughs> later <laughs>